Acts chapter number 20. And we're going to look at one verse, verse number 24 this evening. Acts chapter number 20 and verse number 24. As we get started tonight and we continue in this series of Discovering Your Destiny. Now we've talked about in this series the tools that we need if we're going to discover the purpose for which God created us. And I'm just going to remind you of them. We said, number one, we needed a serious mind. If you're going to live out to the purpose for which God created you, if you're going to reach your destiny uh, this evening, then you're going to have to have a serious mind. We said, number two, we need to have a pure heart. Without a pure heart, uh, we will not see what God is leading us to do. Then we said, number three, a courageous spirit. That means we need to move forward uh, courageously with, with uh, uh, some determination as to where God is leading. Number four, we said God's wisdom. We need to see uh, life from God's perspective. We need to see what it is that God would want us to do, and we need to ask Him for the wisdom to do it. And then number five, we said a life of faith. We have to trust God. Be willing to trust God, His plans, uh, and what He says is what we need. And so we said we need a life of faith. Those are the tools in our life. And once we have the tools in our life, we also said we need to take some steps. Once we have those tools in our life, we need to take steps. Number one, we said the first step is to refuse to trust ourselves. We cannot be trusting our own plans, our own ideas refusing to trust ourselves. Then we said the second step after we refuse to trust ourselves is to seek and to surrender to God's will. We have to say, you know what? Uh, now I know that my plans aren't the best. God's plans are the best. So now I'm going to seek out what are God's plans. Then we said the third step is to pray. Take time to pray and, and really affirm that God, is this where you're leading me? Is this what you want me to do? Then we said the fourth step to take is Go and seek godly counsel. God will never contradict himself. And so we look for the authorities in our life that can help us confirm that what God is calling us to do is really what we need to be doing. Uh, one of the practical areas you could say would be if you're praying about what college to go to. Talk to godly counselors. Talk to your parents. Talk to your pastors. Talk to your teachers, Sunday school teachers. And talk to those that you know walk with God that can help you make that decision and, and will be able to help you and counsel you to say, you know what, that's probably a good school that you're going to be going to. That's, it's worth the sacrifice you're going to be making to go there. And, and so seeking godly counsel is so important in this last step once we have those tools. Now this evening, this lesson is pretty much a lesson to say, now that you've got the tools, now that you've taken the steps, all that's left really is to go for it. Tonight's all about just making a decision to say, all right, I know what God is leading me to do. I know what God wants me to do. Now I just need to go for it. That's why the title of tonight's lesson is Don't Just Stand There, Set That Ship on Fire. Now, if you know a little bit about history, you know some of the uh, conquistadors, I guess you could say, is that the English way of saying it? Conquistadors, I don't know. Uh, when they came over from Europe, Many of them, once they landed, whether it was in El Salvador or whether it's in Florida or wherever it was at, since they came here to conquer, in order to make sure that the men were totally committed that came with them on those boats, on those ships, 
what they did was as soon as everyone got off, they set the ship on fire. In other words, listen, there's no going back. There's no going back to Europe. There's no going back to uh, what you left back there in the old world. This is a new world and we're moving forward. Well, tonight, once God has been leading you, once you understand and you believe, listen, this is where God wants me to go. This is what God wants me to do. Then it's time to say goodbye to everything else and go forward. So in your notes, the first point tonight is this, move it or lose it. It's time for action. All right, it's time for action. Now, for some of you, you may not be on this step yet. I'm talking to those that are saying, listen, I, I feel like I know what God wants me to do in the immediate future. Then it's time for action. It's time to move forward. And now, when I say this, I mean, first of all, determine to move forward. Acts chapter 20, verse 24, it says, and this is uh, the Apostle Paul, he said, but none of these things move me, neither count I my life dear unto myself, So that I might finish my course with joy and the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus uh, to testify the gospel of the grace of God. Paul said, you know what? Uh, I had to determine that I'm not going back. I'm not turning back. I'm setting fire to those things. I'm saying goodbye to the old world. I'm saying this is the path that God has for me and now I'm going for it. Now I'm just going straight forward. And you, you have to determine to do that. Now, the reason you have to determine to do that is this. You need to expect the devil to distract you, to detour you, to delay you. Now, many of us have experienced this in our life. Uh, how many here uh, tonight would be honest enough to say, you know, there have been summers that I've gone to summer camp and I've made a decision In fact, I I made some decisions this last summer in 2019, and now we're halfway through the school year, and I've not kept some of those decisions. How many would be honest enough to say, that's me? That's probably some decisions I've made that I didn't keep. Good. Some of you are being honest and say, look, there's some. Listen, we all have that. We all do that. And you know why that happens? Because the devil begins to distract us. The school year starts, you get around your friends again, you get a whole new routine. Suddenly you're not in a cabin, isolated from everyone. Now you're in the real world and all these distractions come. Listen, that's going to be for the rest of your life. Anytime you and I determine I'm going to do what God wants, expect the devil to come at you. Expect the devil to come at you because he, he always will. Then I want you to notice in your notes, express faith in making your decision. Just express faith and say, listen, I, I know that, um, that there's going to be some, some uh, temptation from the devil to get away from it, but you know what? I'm just going to determine to go forward, and I'm just going to express faith by saying, I believe that what God wants is best. I have to believe it. And faith is so important because along the road of living out your destiny, there will be people that doubt you. Not everything is going to be just so perfect. Not everybody's going to say, man, I'm so glad what you're doing. You might run into not just people that are not saved telling you that. You might run into people that are saved saying, what are you, crazy? You can't do that. That's why you got to have some faith in saying, listen, this is what God has called me to do. 
The Apostle Paul said, listen, none of these things uh, move me. And I, I don't even count my life dear to myself. Paul said, if I got to go and preach in a, in, a, in a city and they might kill me, it's okay, it's worth it. If they put me in jail, it's worth it. If they beat me, it's worth it. If you know anything about the life of the Apostle Paul, he got beat three times where he got beaten on his back 39 times on one time, on one beating. So that means a hundred times, over a hundred times, they hit him on his back. He was in prison many times. He was hungry many times. He was shipwrecked in his life. Thought he was going to be left for dead. At one point, they stoned him and I believe killed him. They left him for dead. They thought he was dead and left. And Paul said, listen, none of those things move me. Why? God has called me somewhere. The devil, listen, he can distract, try to distract me. He can try to delay me. I know that's what he wants, but I have faith that what God has called me to do, I'm going to do. Then I want you to notice something else in your notes, and that's this. Expect immediate testing of the decision that you make. Expect immediate testing. Listen, there's no retreat in the will of God. In fact, Romans chapter 11, verse 29 says, For the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. If God's called you, hey, you just move all the way forward. Don't stop. Now, let me just say this in your notes. Every right decision is followed by immediate testing. Every right decision. Every right decision you make. Like the decision of who you're going to date, there's going to be testing on that. Just because you say, listen, I, I'm old enough to date, don't think that everybody that wants to date you is someone you should date. There might be a guy that is interested in you, you shouldn't be interested in him. There might be a girl that wants to be your girlfriend, you probably shouldn't be her boyfriend. And listen, not everybody that wants to date you is a good candidate for you to date. Now, there are some that you probably should, but there's some that you need to avoid. And all I'm saying tonight is when you make a decision to honor God, whether it's in your dating life, whether it's in school, whether it's in whatever area of your life, expect to be tested. Expect to be tested. Listen, it'll probably be more than one time if you have a, a, a friend at school that's not saved, it'll be more than one time that they'll ask you to do something that you know is probably not the best. You might turn them down one time saying, I, I don't want to drink. But let me tell you something, they'll invite you again. You might say, listen, I, I don't smoke that stuff. They'll invite you again at some point. You might say, listen, I, I don't like to watch that kind of stuff. At some point, they're going to ask you to watch with them again. Don't think it's just one decision that you do and then that's it and then you'll never be tested again. Listen, every right decision that you make will have immediate testing. And let me just say this, the testing of your decision will lead to greater blessings. The testing of your decision will lead you to greater blessings. I love what 2 Corinthians chapter 4, 16 and 17 says, For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed, he said, day by day, for our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. 
Paul was saying, listen, we're going to get tested, but it's temporary. We're going to get tested in our decisions, but those testings are good because they lead to greater blessings. Listen, if you can stay doing what is right, God's blessings will catch up with you. Not all of God's blessings come immediately. Uh, There's a famous preacher by the name of R.G. Lee, and he used to preach a message, and you can find it on YouTube. It says, uh, payday someday. You know, young people, payday is not always on Friday when it comes with God. God doesn't always give you what you want right away. And just because you choose to do what's right right now doesn't mean it'll always come back and be all good. It's so important for us to understand if we stay doing what we know is right, then God's blessings will come. But there's some consistency there that you need to make. There are some decisions that you're going to have to make day after day after day after day. That's what Paul was saying there. It's something that we're making right now, but listen, it's not always going to be that way. It's so important for us to understand tonight, listen, if we're going to follow God, we've got to be determined. And we've got to believe the decision I'm making right now is going to lead to something better, something greater. Now, for the last point tonight, because we're running out of time, what kind of promised land is this? Sometimes we might think, okay, if every testing and every decision has testing, right, why am I going to choose to do God's will? I mean, if I can expect that the the devil's going to attack me, do I even want a life like that? It's like, do do I want to be fighting all the time? And it makes me think about the people in Joshua's day. Let me tell you something. If you read through Numbers, and I'm going through Numbers right now in my Bible reading, in my daily Bible reading, you'll read in Numbers that the people that were with Moses, the first generation, they had this thought. When they sent the spies in, and the spies came back, and they told them, we're like grasshoppers compared to those. There's giants in the land. I don't even know how we could defeat those people. I mean, they're bigger, they're stronger, their cities are, are, are things that we've never seen before. Their armies are way bigger than our armies. And the Bible says, and they discouraged the people from going. And the people started saying, I thought God promised us a land that's flowing with milk and honey. I thought God said I was going to have my own ranch, my own vineyards, my own cattle. But I crossed the Jordan, and there's giants over there. Hey, God, where's all that you promised me? The Bible says because of that, because of their disobedience, because of their lack of faith, God said, okay, fine. You don't want to cross? Then you can all die in the desert. And he said, and those, those children, and most of the, the people said, we can't cross in there. They're bigger than us. Look at my kids. Man, if I go in there and I try to get this land of honey and they kill me, they're going to kill my kids. What about their future? And this is what God told them. You can read it in Numbers. God said, okay, then I'm going to take those little kids, the ones that you're so scared about their future, he said, and they're the ones that are going to go in that land. And you are going to die a life with no purpose. You're going to die in the desert and you're never going to accomplish anything in your life. And if there's one thing that I can think about that generation that was with Moses is something uh, that I think about, and that is they didn't do anything. 
They never got their ranches and they never had their vineyards and they never had anything. And they never did anything. And young people, listen. In your life, you have decisions to make. I was going through the roster when I was going through um, the birthdays today. You know, I have 244 names on that roster. I, get, I was looking at it. I got people that were born in 1991, 1990 on that roster. And I was just looking at the names. Now, I don't think I've got the names of everybody that's come through our youth group. But I have at least 244 names. We have, we've had more than 244 young people go through our youth group here. And I think about some of the decisions they made. I look at where they're at and I think, if you would have just determined to stay where you would be. Man, but I look at other names and I go, man, thank God that they made the determination that they made, the decisions that they made. They were tested, absolutely. But man, today the blessings of God have caught up to them. And their marriages are awesome and their jobs that they have are awesome and their life is awesome and they're involved uh, in their church and some of them are still here in our church and they're involved in their, their teaching and their leading ministries. And I think, thank God that through all the testing, they just determined that, hey, I'm willing to fight for this. You say, what kind of promised land is this following God's will? Well, let me tell you, listen, God's blessings are more than you can handle. That's why you need the testings. God's preparing you and me for more than we can handle right now. You say, what do you mean? Let me just put it this way. God might have one of you to be a businessman that's making a million dollars in your business a year. Right? And of that million dollars, God knows you're going to give at least 100000 because you're going to tithe and you're going you're to be obedient in that. But then above and beyond that, you're going to want to give to missions and you're going to want to help uh, missionaries and maybe you'll give another 50000 to that and, and then you'll see that there's needs here in the church and you'll say, man, we need some more buildings and we need some more classrooms and I want to give another 100000 to that. And now there's $250,000 of the million that, that God has given you that you're giving back into the ministry and investing in something eternal. But can I tell you right now, none of you know how to handle a business that's making a million dollars a year. Right? None of us have supervisor experience and we don't know how to start a business or run a business. That's a future blessing God might have for some of you, but you're not ready for it now. That's why God begins to test us in our decisions one of the books that I just read in the last couple months was a guy by the name of David Green. David Green is the owner of Hobby Lobby. Do you know that in 1972, I think it was, or 71, that he started his business in his house in the kitchen? And they were just, he said him and his wife, they started putting these uh, sticks together because they were making these little custom frames. That's how they started. Today, that company makes over $5 billion a year. See, what happened? God was preparing him for that. God's blessings are bigger than you can handle. That's why, keep consistently. Keep going. Let me tell you this, and then we'll be done. God is preparing you to be strong enough for his future blessings. The reason the promised land was the promised land, the reason they had to go in and fight the giants and kick those people out was because God said, I want you to know 
that I have something better than you've imagined, but you need to be strong enough for it. You need to get prepared. And some of you tonight, as young people, you need to start making some decisions of getting serious about the things of God. Getting serious about memorizing scripture and reading the Bible and praying. Getting serious about singing. Getting serious about serving. Because if you can do that, listen, God is going to make you stronger so that you're ready to receive his blessings. And God's destiny is all about you and me moving forward into a promised land. And there's two more points that we'll go over next week in this lesson, but what I want you to remember tonight are these first three points. It's understanding, listen, we have to be determined to move forward. And you can expect that the devil's going to fight you, absolutely. But expect that in that fighting, in those testings, listen, God's going to make you stronger. There's a testing for that decision because God's preparing you for something greater. I hope tonight you'll be determined to move forward with God.